Greetings and welcome to Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank, where we uncover hidden gems of understanding in the Word of God. Did you know that Scripture teaches that Christians are to submit to one another in the fear of God? Our age has become increasingly skeptical of authority figures. During the COVID-19 pandemic, some are losing patience with mask and distance mandates and recommendations from local officials. Regrettably, this reluctance to comply can endanger others' lives. What scriptural admonition guides believers during this crisis? This Digging Deeper considers the words of the Apostle Paul to offer a reassuring perspective for observant Christians. Our focus verse is, Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Ephesians 5.21, King James Version throughout. On the domestic scene, some Bible-reading husbands occasionally recite verse 22 from Paul that wives are to submit to their husbands in order to persuade their wives to surrender to their wishes. What they may not have realized is that the previous verse, verse 21, is God's command to every Christian to submit one to another in the fear of God as an act of respect for the authority of God. Have you ever noticed how you can read a scriptural section and yet its significance does not fully register on your mind? Subsection, let this mind be in you. Ephesians 5.21 parallels another passage of Paul to the Philippian brethren. Quote, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. End of quote. Philippians 2, 5-8. Christ is our role model of submission. He gave up his personal rights to become our atoning sacrifice. He submitted to all legitimate authorities of his time, even those who killed him. Ephesians 5.21 serves as a bridge in this section of the Ephesian epistle. The ESV study Bible explains, quote, Verse 21 is transitional, connecting with the previous section and leading to what follows. Submission is illustrated in various family relations. In chapter 5, verses 22 to 33, for wives and husbands. Chapter 6, verses 1 to 4, for children and parents. And chapter 6, verses 5 to 9, for servants and masters. End of quote. Paul modifies some traditional first century codes of behavior as the NIV Cultural Background Study Bible clarifies. Quote, household codes instructed male heads of households how to rule wives, children, and slaves, while continuing to uphold the call for subordinates to submit. Paul here goes beyond traditional expectations in calling for mutual submission. Compare general Christian servanthood to one another in Mark 10, 42-45, John 13, 14-15, and Galatians 5.13. This places Paul among a small proportion of ancient thinkers who valued mutual concern and sensitivity. 
End of quote. Notice how Paul reinterpreted these historical codes for believers. Subheading, the meaning of submitting. The word submitting is a key word, as the ESV Study Bible explains. Quote, grammatically, submitting is a participle in Greek and is dependent on the verb in verse 15. It explains further how to walk in wisdom. Verses 15 to 21 are one long sentence in Greek. End of quote. The NIV Study Bible takes this idea a step further. Quote, the Greek grammar indicates that this mutual submission is associated with the filling of the Spirit in verse 18. The command, be filled, in verse 18, is followed by a series of participles in the Greek. Speaking, verse 19, singing, verse 19, making music, verse 19, giving thanks, verse 20, and submitting, verse 21, end of quote. Mutual submission is essential in Christian spiritual wisdom. The word submitting is expressed very positively as the New King James Study Bible notes, quote, the Greek word for submitting does not refer to being under the absolute control of another, but to voluntarily placing oneself under the authority of another, end of quote. The Expositor's Dictionary of Texts by Sir W. Robertson Nickel adds further, quote, it is a sacrifice of ourselves. Submission in the Christian sense is an act of strength and not a weakness, a victory and not a defeat, a victory over self, felt and realized, end of quote. This Christian perspective on submitting is so contrary to unbelieving behavior. Human pride can consider itself autonomous and answerable to oneself alone which is true of some in free democracies. This verse prohibits pride, egotism, and self-will. As the Cambridge Bible for Schools and Colleges explains, quote, the primary point in the spiritual ethics of the gospel is humiliation. Self is dethroned as against God and consequently as against men. Here, the special but not exclusive reference is to fellow Christians. End of quote. Contrary to the uninformed views of some, Christianity teaches that there are ranks of authority figures to whom Christians must submit. David Guzik's Enduring Word Commentary offers historical etymology to the word submitting. Quote, word submitting here literally means to be under in rank. It is a military word. It speaks of the way that an army is organized among levels of rank. You have generals and colonels and majors and captains and sergeants and privates. There are levels of rank, and you are obligated to respect those in higher rank. End of quote. Subheading, subject to various authorities. Ellicott's commentary for English readers lists various authorities Christians are to obey. Quote, the strong and frequent emphasis laid in the New Testament on subjection, whether as in Romans 13, 1 to 7, 1 Peter 2, 13 to 17, to the civil powers, or as here in Colossians 3, 18 to Colossians 4, 1, and 1 Peter 2, 18 to 1 Peter 3, 7, to domestic authority, or as in 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 and 13, and 2 Thessalonians 3, 6, and 14 to 15, to ecclesiastical authority, 
probably indicate some tendency in the first exuberance of Christian liberty and enthusiasm to disregard the wholesome restraints, laws, and conventions of outward life. Hence, St. Paul's general caution here, prefatory to the more detailed teaching of subjection which follows. End of quote. Cross-references reinforce these instructions from 1 Peter 5, 5. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. And Hebrews 13, 17. Quote, Obey them, that is church authorities, that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. End of quote. What makes a difference for Christians is that their submission to these authorities is modeled upon their saviors. The popular commentary on the New Testament, edited by Philip Schaff, notes, quote, such submission is not cringing obsequiousness, which is always selfish, but it is opposed to rudeness, insolence, haughtiness, and kindred manifestations of unchristian temper. The relation to Christ involves humility, and only true humility can produce the submission here required. The example of Christ teaches the same lesson. The Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. Mark 10, 45, end of quote. Subheading, Submitting with Godly Fear. The last part of our focus verse, In the Fear of God, is also critical for understanding. David Guzik's Enduring Word Commentary enlightens us. Quote, In the fear of God, this is an important point because Paul repeats the idea all through the extended section speaking about submission. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Children, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling in sincerity of heart, as to Christ. The words in the fear of God describe what should be our motive for submitting to one another. We should submit to one another, see ourselves no longer in an individualistic way, but as a unit, as a company or a battalion, out of respect for God the Father and out of respect for Jesus Christ, end of quote. The expository notes with practical observations on the New Testament by William Burkett offers this commentary. Quote, Learn hence that where that noble and divine principle of the fear of God prevaileth in the heart, it will make a man conscientiously careful of his duty towards man. The fear of God in him will have both the force of a motive to quicken him up into and also of a rule to guide and direct him in that submission, which in obedience to God is due and payable to his neighbors. End of quote. Today's highlighted passage is critical to the peaceful, loving, and smooth operation of a local church. As Albert Barnes notes in the Bible explains, quote, the general meaning here is that Christianity does not break up the relations of life and produce disorder, 
lawlessness, and insubordination, but that it will confirm every proper authority and make every just yoke lighter. Infidelity is always disorganizing. Christianity never. End of quote. Christianity does not free believers from submissive behavior to do authority, but refocuses it as service to God. As a fitting conclusion to our study, King comments by Gerd de Koning extends this point further. Quote, we are connected to one another in the body of Christ and also connected with him. When we understand that, we would not want to raise ourselves above the other. There will be a healthy fear not to dishonor him with a mind of pride and rebellion. Only when I totally surrender myself to the glory of Christ and when I live in reverence for him, I will be able to submit myself to the other. End of quote. This has been Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank. To learn more about the Bible and living a godly life, go to Living Education at lcgeducation.org, sponsored by the Living Church of God. <music>